0: The question today on The Christian Car Guy Show is, will it be a makeshift moment, or will you ask for help? Yes, makeshift moments. you got to love them. I have a collection of pictures I really do at ChristianCarGuy.com today. If you click on the makeshift moments banner, i spent hours shifting through all sorts of makeshift pictures where people had done makeshift repairs to pick the ones that I feel like were on. My list of just exemplary examples of makeshift marvels. For example, I have a little picture I like to call the brake light repair that could cause ramifications. This gentleman, or it might have been a lady, we don't know who actually did it, but it's a phenomenal thing. They, they actually have a light switch like you would have in your house, and it was taped on the dashboard, and they were kind enough to put a little you know sign on there that said on and off. So if you could imagine. When you went to hit your brakes, you got to flip the light on. And then, of course, as soon as you take your foot off the brake, um, then you would have to flip the light off. And the challenge there is at the very moment that you're making the panic stop, when you really need to have brake lights, is that going to be the moment that you reach down there and flip that switch? I'm just wondering. So with that in mind, you know, you, you can't help but wonder, would that cause RAM Notifications. I would think you very easily find yourself there. So, yes, we have 15 of these makeshift marvels we're going to get a chuckle lot of today. But the question really is, will you have a makeshift moment or will you ask for help? Often it takes a complete crisis before we give up our pride and we cry for help. Last week, Cameron Horner did an amazing job of filling in for me. Well, while he was filling in for me, I had actually gone to New York early in the week, and later we drove to Illinois. But while I was in New York, I had an opportunity on Tuesday night to go to Brooklyn for the Brooklyn Tabernacle. I was so excited that I got to go to the Tuesday night prayer meeting at the Brooklyn Tabernacle, which I'd heard so much about because I'd read the book Strange Wind, Strange Fire by the pastor of the church, Jim Cimbala. I was pumped. I was so pumped that I was going to get a chance to take part in this corporate prayer. But I have to tell you, I ended up with a really bad attitude as I sat there because it was Holy Week, which is a good thing you would think. But instead of having the Tuesday night prayer meeting that I was really looking forward to, they were having a passion play. And so honestly, if you view, if you know me, I was sitting there. I had the stink eye, I'm sure I was like, really? I've read all about this corporate prayer, and I wanted to hear this. And and as as wonderful as a passion play is, Robbie was sitting there with a stink eye because it was not meeting my expectation of prayer. I wanted to meet with God. I wanted to see what this prayer was about. But God did have something absolutely phenomenal for me, in spite of my bad attitude. See, Pastor Simbala gave the most phenomenal invitation to call on Jesus I've ever seen by relating a story of asking for help. You see. Pastor Simbala started out with a rhetorical question, which I want you to think about with me today. Who didn't Jesus help during his time on earth? Who didn't Jesus help? And the answer is those who didn't ask for it. He then went on to tell a story that he'd heard from Pastor David Wilkerson, who was formerly of the Times Square Church and, you know, read the, uh, wrote the Cross and the Switchblade. The story was that David Wilkerson apparently at one point lived in Texas for a time on a large tract of land, and it was surrounded by woods. And Pastor Wilkerson had a small young son who loved to play in those woods. In one spring day, Pastor Wilkerson's son was out playing, and because it was warm, the Wilkerson's had their windows open. And the pastor was in his study when the boy fell into a bear trap that had been left there by accident some years before. Of course, the boy's leg was nearly severed, And as you would just, you know, picture the scene, he let out a blood-curdling scream, Help! Daddy! And and the cry echoed through the house, and the pastor, you know, at that moment, I mean, all that was in him had complete focus of thought and energy as he lunged for the woods to rescue his son as he cried out. And the interesting thing that Pastor Simbola pointed out is he said he didn't pause to consider, hmm, I wonder if my son's grades have been up to par lately, or, you know, he might have been a little surly at the dinner table last night. No, at that moment, with that cry for help, none of the boy's sins were anywhere considered. The heart of the father was to respond to a desperate cry for help, and so it is with our Heavenly Father. In your desperate cry for help, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, believe me, your help is on the way. It will not delay. So this is a live show today. (laughs) And what makes the show for me is these stories you guys tell. And we want to hear your makeshift moment. Was it a makeshift moment or did you cry for help? Maybe yours is a makeshift marble. Maybe you know someone that created something like my light switch here. Or a makeshift mistake. Or perhaps you had the good sense to cry for help. Call us today with your makeshift moment, 866-348-7884. This is live. We would love, you know, if that story brings back something in your mind where you cried for help like that son did and God was there for you, whatever the situation might have been, you call us, 866-348-7884. Please, please call us with that story this morning. It's on your heart. Really, you testify. When you call in with those stories, people listening Here's something similar that happened in your life, and you are telling the world your God's not dead. He's surely alive. This is what he did in my life. Or you could be sharing with somebody how they could makeshift repair their car. that could save somebody's life there as well. So you call us, 866-348-7884. You are listening to The Christian Car Guy Show, bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And on this show, we talk about things like grace car driving. Not speeding, after all, if you're following Jesus, I assure you, he would be going the speed limit. It's estimated that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gasoline a week on speeding. We also believe in staying out of the bondage of car debt and taking care of your car. You see old tractors out in the elements still running. As I always say, if you take of your car, care of your car, it'll last as long as you do, and that's why I drive, I, I, I drive a lesson of that <laughs> in my old truck. is a 95 Dodge Dakota with now 375,000 miles on it. I didn't take it to Illinois on that particular trip because we couldn't fit my whole family in it, but I did put a few more miles on it this week. And I would mention our website, which is ChristianCarGuy.com, where you can see all these pictures that I carefully chronicled and picked out the best I could find of makeshift moments and then put little comments on them that I think you'll find humorous. Again, you go to christiancarguy.com and you click on the makeshift moments. But also you'll find there the Jesus labor of love. That's car repair labor, free car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis across the country. There's a request form for help and also uh, forms and ways that you can take part in that ministry with us either through praying for us or with us for individual people that ask for help or even making phone calls. If you want to be part of that ministry, you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and by all means connect with us if you need help and don't be afraid to ask for it or if you want to take part in the ministry. So (laughs) this is a live show, and what makes the show is the stories you guys tell. And so I need your makeshift moments or your makeshift marble. What happened in your life? When did you cry for help? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And my next picture, again, if we go through them in order, uh, at Christian Carguy of somebody that had a makeshift moment, It's I call it Wipers by Armstrong. <laughs> the, you, you might remember that... Um, some people would ask for power windows, and in the day when I, we only had manual windows, we would say, well, we have power windows by Armstrong. Well, in this picture, we have wipers by Armstrong because this gentleman has interestingly taken a rope and tied it on one end of the top of the windshield wiper, another end on the bottom, and looped it through the car so that by simply grabbing hold of the rope there, <laughs> he could make his windshield wiper because apparently the motor had failed And so there you have a makeshift moment. And, and, you know, you might have found yourself in that place at some point in time where you were going down the road and and on a long trip or something, and all of a sudden the wipers fail. Well, when you look at this example, (laughs) I can't help but think, you know, maybe an extra 10 foot of, of thin rope might just come in handy because, I mean, he obviously was getting the job done. And it's it's better than driving down the road and not being able to see. <laughs> so it made it on my list of the top 15 makeshift marbles. But why, you know, have you ever thought about why is it so hard to, to ask for help? You know, we are trying to figure out a way through our situation. But for some reason, that pride gets in the way and we begin to struggle. Well, we have... Banyan come calling in from Shoreline North Carolina. We're going to hear her story in a minute. We would her story and we would love to hear yours. You call us 866-348-7884. When did you cry for help? Call us 866 34 truth I
1: need somebody help not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone.
0: Will you have a makeshift moment today, or will you ask for help? You're listening to the Christian Car Guy show. We have several of these makeshift marbles up at christiancarguy.com if you want to come have a chuckle with me. But we would love to hear your makeshift moment. Or did you cry for help and God came to the rescue? You call us with yours, 866-348-7884. We do have Ben Yen in Shoreline, Washington. Yen, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Good morning, sir.
0: I am excited to hear your story.
2: Okay, this happened several years ago. Um, uh, Just to cut it short, my friend and I were walking on the beach in Nanaimo in Vancouver Island.
0: Wow. And
2: we we parked our car and started walking on the beach. Then it got dark and we couldn't find our way back to the car. And we were looking for the steps to get up to the car, but we couldn't find it. And the tide was coming in, and so we were kind of very anxious by that time. Wow! And then we saw this, and it got dark, and the house. We saw a house with a light. We we'll walk towards that house, and then as we and and then as we walked up the 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 towards it. There were dogs that were barking like crazy, and we were like, "Oh no!" And then my friend said, "No, let's go." And I said, "No." I said, "I'd rather." Um, be bitten by dogs than to be drowned in the water. Um, And so anyway, we got up, we slowly got up there, and I was just praying, just praying to God to protect us. And I said, God, please shut those dogs' mouths. Please shut those dogs' mouths. And uh, we just kept walking and walking, and then um, suddenly the dogs kind of, they were barking, like there was a fence that came up between us and the dogs. And the people came outside, and they wanted to, um, and so we told them what the story was. And the the, the dogs, uh, <clears throat> they called back the dogs, and so they looked at us, and they saw saw us. Um, they, I guess there was a light. They shone a light on us or something. So they saw we were just two helpless women, and um, so anyway, the dogs would call back, and we start quick walk, walking up to their house. There, there was no fence. None whatsoever. Nah. And it was like, <laughs> like, God really protected us. And I will never forget that. And then they took us back to our car, which was like, we, they drove us back to the car. that we would never have found the car in the dark because it was very far from the house.
0: So that, that, wow. to me,
2: I will always remember how God came through in spades, big time.
0: What an amazing thing, because <laughs> it's interesting, you were praying that God would shut their mouths, but you were really considering that you, you didn't want to be harmed, for, and God knew what you needed right there was a fence, and so he, he created one.
2: Yes, absolutely. It was just, uh, I mean, to, I, I will always remember I mean, how God came through. Like He just provided what we needed, and I said, I wasn't going to be drowning in the water, because when I was a child, I I drowned twice, almost drowned twice in the sea and I wasn't
0: gonna be I wasn't about to go to a watery grave. Banyan, you have made my day. That is that's the kind of thing your God's not dead is he? (laughs) That is just awesome. Thank you for calling in so much. How courageous. I appreciate it. You have a good morning. It's it's out there in Washington. It's kinda early. So I really appreciate you calling me this morning. God bless you.
2: God bless you too. Thank you. Take
0: care. Bye bye. All right Wow, God created a fence? What did he do for you? Did you cry out for help? Or maybe you had this remarkable makeshift repair that you want to share with me, and I would love to hear those as well. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And so we're we're going to take you to another <laughs> makeshift repair that, that somebody did. And if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com again and click on the uh, makeshift moments, hilarious pictorial of Major League DIY, which is do-it-yourself. And here we have a picture of literally a Jaguar. Somebody has taken a Jaguar, and apparently they had priced a front bumper for a Jaguar, and it must have been horrendously expensive (laughs) because they have taken some PVC pipe. And so I called it a bumper pipe, PVC pipe dreams incorporated. A white PVC (laughs) pipe on the front of this. British racing green um, <laughs> Jaguar. It's absolutely something to behold, but nonetheless, creativity and action. But I'm thinking that the PVC pipe, unless it's loaded with iron or something in the middle, just is not going to have the kind of strength that was in the original bumper that uh, Jaguar had there for. So we <laughs> Get chuckle out of that. We have more, though, and we want to hear your story. 866 348 Seven, eight, eight, four, eight, six, six, three, four truth. When did you cry for help? Or did you try to do it on your own, go it on your own and have a makeshift moment? Now our next picture here on our makeshift um, moments is what I call the smoke and mirror repair. And I don't know how many of you have ever priced the side mirrors on certain cars, but I mean, they can be three or four hundred dollars to replace the side mirrors. And so this person in the picture that we have here is actually taking a vanity mirror that. The kind you handhold, and and they've somehow or another pushed it down through that it's really cool how the it, the handle comes through uh the actual housing that was originally there for the mirror and so to some extent, I suppose it's adjustable if they've got they've got things down there to tie it down so rather than spend two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars on a left hand mirror that would be adjustable, they have a wonderful vanity mirror, and I'm sure that it 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 um, it filled the bill and maybe even helped them pass state inspection. Who knows? But, again, we call this one the smoke and mirror repair. Again, you can see that at christiancarguy.com. And there's another one that where they used a green mirror. Very similar, apparently. This time they just taped <laughs> the vanity mirror on the original housing. It, it doesn't look quite as nice, but I'm sure it was pretty much affected, effective. And I, I mentioned that they reflected on this repair a long time before they looked into it. I'm just saying, we got Bob is in Salt Lake City. He's got a makeshift moment for us. Bob, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, how are you? (laughs) I am wonderful. I'm excited to hear about your makeshift moment.
3: Well, out here in Utah, it's desert everywhere, so you you kind of make do uh, when you have to. And uh, I've done a lot of uh, stuff around the state, and so I'm always driving through the desert.
0: Oh, Bob, uh, that music, which you probably can't hear, tells me that we do have a break coming up. We're going to find out what happened to Bob in the desert when we come back. Can you hang on with us through the break? uh, I think so. I hope so. You call us with your story in the meantime, 866-348-7884. we got Bob in the desert coming up when we come back. a makeshift moment, or will you ask for help? That's the story today on the Christian Car Guys show. We would love to hear yours. We lost Bob in the desert, so we're going to hope he calls back at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. When did you call for help, like our lady there in Washington and God came through in miraculous ways, or did you have a makeshift repair? We'd love to hear any of that. Again, the phone number to call in and join us today. We'd love to hear it. 866-348-7884, I'd especially love to hear from Bob in the desert. Cause I, I was just getting ready to hear about that. Because my question anytime somebody calls in from the desert is I wonder if God won't let their shoes wear out, you know, like Moses' people <laughs> when they were in the desert. Anyway, we have these pictures of these phenomenal makeshift moments where people uh, got extremely creative when they needed something. And in the next picture up, we have a picture of a Subaru, a green Subaru, and it's in Colorado. And this person apparently needed a rear bumper. And rather than, you know, go the six $700, whatever it might have been to get that bumper from Subaru, <laughs> they took a pine log, which looks very Colorado-in, by the way, and they have it across the back of their Subaru, and it, it they, they attached it with chains, so it has the complete Colorado look, no doubt, uh, bark and all. <laughs> and I said, this is a logical, logical, or however you want to say that, logical choice bumper for Colorado. The question that you, you always think about with these kind of repairs is, uh, when we worked in the automobile business, we realized the engineering that goes into certain things and the crumple zones, and there's all sorts of accident tests. So you think you came up with something pretty slick, and it may be even stronger than what was originally there, but it may mean that, that you're messing up some engineering that was there because that part was supposed to break so that other things didn't come into play. So although it looks very creative, and I have to give him an <laughs> E for effort, you never want to mess with the original engineering because there, there's a lot of stuff in there that you just may not be aware of. So we're hoping Bob's going to call back. We got Ellen is in Clemens, North Carolina. Ellen, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Tell us about your makeshift moment.
3: Well, hey there. Um, I have a God story to tell about his protection and vision provision during a long trip to Connecticut, North Carolina, Connecticut <laughs> from yeah. North Carolina. Wonderful. Um, we were involved with a jail ministry and we met this inmate's mother and uh, she had not actually touched her daughter, hugged her daughter in years and, uh, so the uh, friend and I, and I that were involved in this ministry decided to take her from North Carolina up to Connecticut to see her daughter in prison up there. So we sent our paperwork ahead of us, and uh, we got all the way up there. Thank you, Lord. And uh, for women from the South traveling North, that was a long journey. It is. And uh, we made it up there, got up to the prison, got... Um, ready to see her daughter, and and uh, we sent our paperwork ahead of us. And um, the lady that was with me, the older lady, she w- was able to go in and see her daughter, and the lady that rode with us, another woman involved in the ministry, uh, Sandy, was able to go in and see, see her daughter, but they said my paperwork didn't go through. And uh, the lady and my friend were upset that I wasn't going to get to see her. And I just had a piece about it. I said, you know what? It, the Lord, he will work this out. He will make make provision for um, for um, me to go in if he needs to. So I said, I'll go ahead and find a place for us to have dinner that night in this little town. And I picked a place for us to have dinner. And to make a long story short, God just set the the uh, man over the prison in the table next to us <laughs> and uh, the warden said no problem you guys just come on out here tomorrow and i'll get you in this jail uh, without any problem this prison and it was just truly a god thing because all the restaurants in the city in the city we knew nothing about he said the warden of the prison right next to us at the table next to us and i um, we just, you know, we often think, well, you know, God doesn't know what's going on in our world. He doesn't care about the little situations, but he does. He does indeed. So he goes wow. before us and he provides for us and he gives us protection. And I just want to give a praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, because you had driven nearly 800 miles
1: into, <laughs> it's <a long> way. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: to Massachusetts. I've made that trip and it's a long way. And with way. this expectation. And then I, I love the part of the story that you had a peace. Yeah. yeah. And he isn't it interesting peace. that he gives you that supernatural peace, that place of rest, and then you sit down next to the Lord. Ellen, once again, you come up with a wonderful, wonderful way that when we call, and our help comes from the Lord, doesn't it?
3: Our help always comes from the Lord.
0: <laughs> and so. And interestingly, though, as I reflect on the story, The first two days, I mean, the first day that they were there, that time alone with their parents, you know, with their mom that she hadn't hugged for, you know, that she had a chance to, I'm sure that was a special time for their inmate, Um, which brings up a a wonderful thing that I, 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 it's really, really on my heart always, you know, in the Bible, it says clearly uh, you know, Jesus said, you know, when was I in prison and you v- didn't visit me? Or when I was in prison and you did visit me? Yeah. You know, the, that section. Well, so often you see people that'll have prison ministries to the lost. But to people in their own church or friends and family, you know, they get mad at them because they made mistakes and they ended up in prison. But anybody in prison needs a, a visit. Everybody that made mistake, you know, they that's what grace is. And sure. so, you know, that's it's such a wonderful story to me that you went up there and, and visited those people because that's, that's just a huge part of being the body of Christ is is going and visiting those people because we're Jesus with skin on uh, for inmates everywhere. If you know somebody that's in prison, oh man, what an opportunity to minister in a very unique way. Even if you've got to go 800 miles to do it. God bless you, Ellen. I'm <laughs> I, I thank you so much for your call. It really, it really blesses me. And you're correct. Uh, thank you. You're
3: welcome. I love all the testimonies. I, I love to hear how God is moving in the in the smallest and the greatest details.
0: Me too. Whether <laughs> well, it's bless a... your day, bless your day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. God bless you. Bye bye. Whether it's in a fence or uh, sitting next to the warden, you just don't know. 34 Truth. Are you going to ask for help or are you going to have a makeshift moment? That's the question that we're on our hearts today. And I got to be honest that one of the areas in my life that I really struggle with is in the ministry of the Jesus labor of love. It's where we have this car repair for single moms and widows and families in crisis. And it was something God put on my heart, I guess now five or six years ago. And very quickly it overwhelmed me with all the requests coming in across the country and trying to meet the needs, which we always struggle to meet the needs is, since I've been involved in the ministry. So quickly God put it on my heart to ask for help. And it was hard to do because I just, I just knew that I could handle it myself, but I couldn't handle it myself. So the first person he put on my heart was my old best friend, uh, Vic Hill, who went to be with the Lord here a little, about a year ago right now but he was such a help, and what a, I mean, he was amazing, and then shortly thereafter, God sent me Keith Ward, who also, they would make calls, they would set up the the repairs for the ladies, they would, you know, verify the needs, they would do all this work that really, really, really helped me. Well, when Vic went to be with the Lord, literally, my help got cut in half, and so far, nobody has called in, nobody has emailed me, nobody's sent in that would want to take place a so, if you have some time, and if you've had any car business experience, that'd be helpful. But even if you haven't, you know, if you could make some calls for us, if you could pray for us, if God would put on your heart, because we have stories that would just tear your heart out about families, mothers that are trying to get their kids to the doctor, et cetera. They don't have ways to get their cars. Now, we got car repair places that may well help them, but we've got to make the connection between the need, because somewhere in their community, somebody is praying that they have a need, but somewhere in that same community is somebody willing to meet that need, and it's our ministry here in the Christian Car Guy Show to put those two together. You see what we do? But I need your help, and I don't know what else to do, but to ask. I've been praying that God would send me some more help, and if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you click on the Jesus Labor Love, you'll see there's all sorts of links. You can find my email, even my phone number's on the website. I would love to talk with you if you would be interested in helping with this ministry. Uh, It's so rewarding. We had like three situations this very week that, that we were called to do. So when we come back, we've got more makeshift moments to talk about. So stay tuned. a makeshift moment or will you cry for help? That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy show. We would love to hear your story. I'm still excited to hear about from Bob in Salt Lake City. 866-348-7884. Maybe he had to run in somewhere. We didn't get him back on, but we would love for you to call back. 866-348-7884. We have at christiancarguy.com. A picture of all these makeshift moments, <laughs> a, humorous, a humorous pictorial of Major League do-it-yourselfers that we've got 15 pictures that I've sorted through along with little captions there to um, make me laugh anyway. But The first one that I'm going to talk about on this segment is somebody had taken a little duct tape and they put two flashlights They didn't just go with one flashlight in their bumper in order to have a headlight. They had a high and low beam And so I call this a flash of genius. Again, that picture is at christiancarguy.com. And then we have, and it even looks like an old Dodge Dart to me. (laughs) When I look at the dashboard, this gentleman, apparently the the knobs had broken off his air conditioning control, his heater control, and the temperature switch. And so he has a series of three vice grips that he used there that he was getting a grip on things to make his repair. And again, well, the list goes on and on. We have a, a gentleman who actually used plywood to create. And this is an Olds 98, a deck lid, and then even the, the board that the license plate went on there. So I, I, I mentioned that, that here's a license board that actually is fair and square. So we got a number of these <laughs> to choose from. And my all-time favorite, by the way, I do want to say is somebody had taken a Red Bull can and used it to cover a hole in their muffler exhaust pipe. And so I I deemed this one high energy for the exhausted repairman. That's the Red Bull can over the exhaust pipe. Very creative. Very creative makeshift. But what about asking for help? We got Tyree is in Marysville, Washington. Tyree, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Whoop, we lost Tyree. Maybe she's calling back on the other line. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Where earlier, I was talking about this. Um, well, we got Tyree back. We'll go with her Tyree you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning Hello, hello, you're calling early, but tell us your makeshift moment
1: yeah um when I was in college, um like most starving college students, I was out of money didn't have much food, and I had a little bit of money went to the store um was looking at food and and then it's real funny i I started crying. I said, God, all I want is my shoes polished, and I couldn't afford the shoe polish. And I went home. The minute I walked home, the phone rang, and it was a friend who lived in Spokane about 30 miles away. She said, Why don't you come over for dinner? I said, Great, I'm on my way. And so I, um, it was in the 70s, I hitchhiked 30 miles to her town, walked in the door. The minute, well, the guy that picked me up in a red truck lectured me all the way to her house, <laughs> the area, saying, what are you doing, a young woman hitchhiking? And at any rate, so I got my lecture. I got in her house. The minute I walked into the door, she said, hey, give me your shoes. I said, why? She goes, I want to polish them. Wow. She, this is a true story. She polished my shoes. She fed me a wonderful meal. I went out, got... The bus down to the highway, hitchhiked thirty miles back to Cheney, Washington, and it was the same man in a red truck who picked me up. He lectured (laughs) me all the way back to there. He had had to be an angel. Had to be an angel. I had never told anyone about my tears for getting my shoes polished. And you know, this is over thirty years later, and that one incident where God reached down to a college student, polished my shoes filled my tummy and sent me on my way with a lecture from an angel. <laughs> so wow. that's my day. That it's that was, cool.
0: another story that just blesses me beyond belief. I am so yeah. grateful that you called with that cuz that's that's right on the money. And and like you say, after all these years, it's so vibrant how God cares for us and we and, and how much he means to us. And yes, and that is he, so he, wonderful.
1: He's out there for every aspect of our lives, and um, and we can trust him. So, thank you for picking up the
0: call. Oh, I'm so glad you called. God bless you. And and as we were talking about that, will you ask for help, or will you have a makeshift moment like our lady with the dog barking, or like do we? You know, we just break down at some point in time, like the son of, you know, the the famous. <laughs> Um, pastor of the Times Square Church who stepped in a bear trap and he cried out, help daddy. Well, at that point, the father wasn't considering the son's sin. He wasn't wondering whether or not he had done his chores lately. He was, he's making a rush to go to the aid of his son. And that, that is at the heart of what happens to us when we finally let go of it all and we just say, God, I can't do this i got to have you, whether that's polishing your shoes or that's protection from an incoming tide. In the stories that we've heard today, the million-dollar question, in fact, it's worth more than a million dollars, is if you ask that. See, what I saw at the Brooklyn Tabernacle last, a week ago Tuesday was the pastor told that story and then said, you remember, Jesus? the people that Jesus didn't help in the Bible were those who never asked for it the Pharisees and the Sadducees and a lot of those folks who thought, oh, I got my life made, I don't need any help. But have you ever found yourself in that place where you needed the help, where you had to have it? And what the pastor did that night, in spite of my bad attitude, <laughs> was he said, with your eyes closed and, and, and everybody's heads bowed, have you asked for that kind of help? Now, if you're driving today, don't do that. <laughs> but, but the rest of us, really, have we asked the Lord for that kind of help? And if you have not, please, please consider that the, the the same God that all these people called in about and talked about today, he's there for you. My life, if you look at all these makeshift repairs, you know, the one with the red bull over the exhaust pipe, that's what my life looked like. I was trying to do a makeshift repair. But you see, this God, the God of the Bible wants to come in and and truly cover you. With his blood, not with a redbud can, (laughs) not with a red bull can. He wants to cover you with his blood so that he can have a relationship with you so that we can spend eternity together, you and I and him and the Father in heaven. That's the idea. But it requires asking for help. And it's simple, but it's really hard. Um, it, It means that you've got to get to that place where you're saying, help me, Lord, help me. And when you do that, not only will he meet that need, but he'll begin to put people in your life, like the warden (laughs) that happened to be at the other table. Well, if you begin to ask for help, a lot of times he sends folks with skin on (laughs) to polish your shoes or to be the warden that's sitting at the table next to you. Or think about it in your own life. And the other thing I can't emphasize strong enough, if you're one like me that God's helped out so many times, what power you have by sharing your story you see Acts says you're going to be my witness well let's listen to what these people did today on the show they were witnesses to what god did in their life whether it was putting up a fence to protect them from dogs putting a warden at the table next to them or shining their shoes they all were a witness of what god did in their life and if you heard those stories today i promise you you're encouraged as i am that god is alive and he's out there working with his people today When people hear that story, that's where the power is. That's what they want to know about. That's what makes you attractive, Christian, that big smile on your face, because you know he came to shine your shoes. So think about that this week. Of course, if you need a car repair, you can ask for help that way too. Or if you want to connect with our Jesus labor love and help us there, go to ChristianCarGuy.com and do that. Meanwhile, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And thank you listening to the Christian Cargat Show.